Good afternoon, you're listening to SBCR and this is the first in what will be a series of programmes inside the KMD and we are referenced to Killaloo Municipal District and we're talking about local democracy in action and for the first episode, who better to have than the Cahirlik of the Killaloo MD, Councillor Tony O'Brien from Killaloo. Tony, listen, delighted to have you here and thank you very much for coming. Always a pleasure, uh, Luke, to be here in Scarif Bay Radio and uh, I suppose on my own behalf and behalf of the, my fellow elected members, could I thank you and your colleagues for uh, for give, affording us the opportunity to come up here and speak to you and uh, talk to your listeners and inform your listeners of what's going on, particularly in the Killaloo Municipal District, because I suppose it's, it's our opportunity uh, uh, to get across what is happening on a day-to-day basis. Uh, locally and uh, in our own areas, in our own communities and so forth, you know. I suppose people um, will always uh, read uh, about the county stuff and will always hear about the county stuff and the national stuff that comes out, but uh, quite a lot goes on and quite a lot of work goes on down in the, the Killaloo Municipal District uh, headquarters uh, on the Mount Shannon Road in Scariff. So there's quite an amount of work going on there on a daily basis and it's our opportunity to come and uh, give you some insight into what happens along there. Yeah, and it's very much appreciated, uh, Tony, because we'll say la- last year um, a- an invite was sent out to representatives of the radio in relation to attending the Killaloo MD meetings, which take place on a two-monthly basis, uh, which are basically the, the, the local councillors' meetings. And we were delighted to take up on that. And we were trying to come up with a format to try and get across the message and what actually goes on at these meetings and to get it across to people. Because as you've referenced, sometimes council meetings that take place in Ennis, you know, they won't cover some of the topics out this way. Whereas what we're going to be talking about is everything in relation to the Killaloo MD and the area that's going on itself. And there, the way, I suppose, the format of how it works is there is basically, there's a meeting every two months and there, you know, it's like there's a format to the meeting. And I said, I, I learned at the last meeting that uh, there's a standing order that the meeting can go on no longer than two hours. And uh, you had to adjust that one for the last meeting because it went a little bit over the two hours. You might have somebody in to give a chat. Uh, We'll get on to who you had at the last meeting. But I know previously you've had representatives, we'll say, from the people building the bridge down in Killaloo, which I'm sure you were delighted to uh, see a bit of progress on. And there's one or two matters. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through all of that and we're actually going to go through the motions of the meetings. And each councillor gets a chance to put in two motions each. Is that correct? That's how it works. Yep. Okay, so so we, we'll go through all the motions that were put in. Now, obviously, you'll be able to expand a little bit more on the motions that you have, but you're all aware of what goes in beforehand. And obviously, because it, it affects uh, people and events in the local area, you know all about these are going on. And in fairness, I think... W- in the vast majority of cases, there isn't, you know, there's not too much dissension, I think, between the ranks. You know, you, you're pretty much in agreement with how how these things go. And you'll all have a different comment in relation to a few bits of it. But we'll get on to that in a minute. But Tony, just tell us a little bit about, about yourself and presenting uh, the Killaloo MD. You're obviously down the Killaloo site. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Well, again, look, again, thank you for having me up. Um, yeah, I, I really got into politics, I suppose. I was first elected in 2004. I had, at that stage, been chairman of Smith O'Brien GA Club for a, a good number of years, uh, very involved locally uh, uh, with uh, community groups. I'm a founding member of Killaloo Ballinas Search and Recovery, as we are now. Uh, we started off back in, in the zero zeros. Uh, there was a couple of tragedies down there, and a few of us got together and set up what we call KBSR. Um, we're a dive kind of unit, recovery unit. Yeah. Uh, the training and, you know, the training uh, went so well that Coast Guard were looking to set up an inland-based uh, unit. They had none we're the, and, 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 and in, in Ireland. They were all coastal units. They came in and looked at what we had and the training that was that the lads had uh, done and the lassies, because it was male and female, and uh, they, they um, then uh, took over basically the unit. But there were a number of us that couldn't go, so we stayed back. And I'm still chair of the Killaloo Bellina Search and Recovery, and we work in tandem with the Coast Guard unit and the emergency services in Killaloo. So I've been involved in that for the last 23-odd years. Um, other projects and, and other community groups like the Tidy Towns and helping out, doing my bit, the same as everybody else. And I'm very much community focused and community orientated. And, uh, you know, I, I believe in communities helping themselves, but in Clare County Council also assisting and helping those communities and those organisations within, with, with commu- with, within communities uh, to thrive. And I believe when people take pride in, in what they're doing themselves, it's, it's incumbent that the council support them and help them and really, really assist them. So really that's where I'm coming from, is a community-based uh, background, you know. Yeah, okay. So uh, you said 2009, thing, things didn't go too well for you. No. Uh, but you're back with a bang in 2014. <laughs> I, I, I always say, I suppose, look, look, uh, no, and but uh, nobody died in 2009 yeah. either, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, politics is a fickle game, you know, and uh, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, don't, don't get me wrong nobody is yeah. and and you know I always say this and I suppose tongue in cheek you know we go for an interview every five years well, well, and some, it, sometimes yeah. you fail the interview and sometimes you pass it I've been very fortunate I suppose in 2014 2019 that I passed the interview and I'm hoping to pass it again in 2024 but uh, you know the people will decide and you know I would I would always respect that decision and, and that's what yeah. that's what it's about Well you have another seven months to study left Tony so we'll, we'll see how it goes but it's it's interesting you know that we'll say the period of time that you're there and we're we're probably going to we'll go through the the meeting and the, mm-hmm. the motions and stuff and just near the end of it i just want to start to want you know we'll have a chat about some of what's going on around the area mm-hmm. and some of the big sort of headline uh, projects around we'll say the area would mm-hmm. have had their origins going back you know some more than 10 years but, you know, yeah. in around that. So it'd be interesting to sort of have a chat with that because a little bit like Rome wasn't built in a day and I'm sure, you know, it must be frustrating on occasions trying to get things done. But there also has to be a little bit of satisfaction when you can sort of say you've been at this, at this, at this and you can see progress. And it's we're sort of, you know, the great Iron Road Iron Line. We're not there yet, but we're yeah. getting there. <laughs> you know? Yes, so, right. Yeah. You know, a lot done and more uh, to do, uh, I think. Uh, Somebody uh, coined uh, it uh, for uh, us. Yeah. Exactly. I think from your own party of memory, <laughs> sir, sir, right. right, I think. Yeah. But, but Selective listen, memory. <laughs> exactly, but listen, we, we, we'll plough on. So, yeah. um, 
that was said, you you uh, currently are the Cahirlik of uh, the, we'll say the Killaloo MD. So w- will you just explain in plain man's English, what, what does that mean? Well, it means that I'm chair of, of, of the meetings. Um, again, Cahirlik is, you know, it's... There's a little bit of extra responsibility, I suppose, um, for the chair to coordinate the meetings, but also to coordinate the lads if there if there are issues that require a, a meeting or a discussion, uh, and or if the executive require feedback uh, on particular issues that might arise in 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 in, in uh, an emergency or in a rush or whatever. So you're sort of like the point man for the Killaloo MD for, for the elected in, members in, in relation to, we'll say, if there was something Kilrush side or uh, you know if, if things at a county level need to well, be discussed well not, not, not necessarily no it's, yeah. it's, it's really contained within, within the Kilaloo okay. Municipal District oh, okay. but you know again I suppose uh, there are five of us you know you have uh, Councillor Joe Cooney who is the current Mayor of Clare yes. uh, and Councillor Pat Burke out in Whitegate Joe's down in, in O'Callaghan's Mills but Dyke you know uh, uh, you have Pat Burke out in, in Whitegate Mount Shannon you have Pat Hayes up in Flagmount Killinane a, a vehicle, and you have Alan O'Callaghan over in uh, Kilmurray, Quinn. You know, the, yeah, over that we, side. We always refer to Alan as being on the border. <laughs> on the border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm fairly on the border myself, yeah, exactly. Kilalo, but, exactly. Geographically, but, but, yeah. but geographically. But we've had a a, a, a a great working relationship, I suppose, over the last ten years since I've come back in in 2014, and. Uh, Every one of us has been here look for one year. Yeah, We're, we've a it's five a fi- year it's a five year term, and so, it's a five yeah. year term. So you know, we kind of uh, uh, take the responsibility, collective responsibility, if you like. But so there is a little bit more when you are a here look that you will coordinate and and assist with uh, meetings and 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 so forth. Yeah. And of course, the main fa- thing is is as well is that you would run and conduct the meetings in an orderly manner and within the uh, remit of the standing orders. Yeah. and uh, that you would be responsible for the, the, the orderly running of the meetings, yeah. as, okay. as uh, 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 you know. All right, OK, and we'll say the, the elections take place the end of June generally, isn't that it? So so you're 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 there for the last few months and you'll be there till, I suppose, till the election. Or I'm there, the yeah, until, until, until... After the election. Yeah, yeah. well, the, the, the 8th of June is the, is the elections next year and uh, so there'll be a new council and... Uh, New municipal district councils, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure all five are standing again, and I'm, I'm sure there are others who will want to throw their hat in the ring, who will want to be coming in. So the people will decide who comes back, and they will elect the new council. Will then elect their Cahirlock for the following yeah. and the, okay. the year end, you know. Right. But well, we we kind of agreed at the start in 2019. Well, we did it also for the last term. You know that we would have one year. Uh, yeah, each and month. I suppose it's easier when there are five of you, and it's a five-year term. Absolutely, it's easy, absolutely. Easy enough to yeah, do that, yeah. so everybody yeah. gets a fair shot at the term. I suppose uh, w- one thing that's sort of slightly uh, not regular, uh, or say, is that this in this term two. Uh, candidates, sorry, two of the councillors from one area w- have been mayor. So uh, you were mayor yeah, yourself right, for, for yeah. the year finished, and and uh, councillor Joe Cooney is the current mayor. You know, so it uh, was good for get to get, uh, get to MD yeah, in, in with if, the world if, there. If if I could just reference that it is, and it's great to see Joe in there, and he's he's doing a fantastic job representing the county and representing our our, our municipal district. But uh, and I'm sure he'll agree with me, and I'm not speaking for him or anything like. But it's a it's a fantastic honour, and I've always said that, yeah. and. I'd like to, 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 you know, 
to 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 uh, acknowledge and, and 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 say thank you to the people of East Clare and and the Killaloo Municipal District, who they elected me first of all, but my colleagues in Clare County Council also, who who gave me that honour, and it was and I see it as as a fantastic. It has been one of the highlights of my life uh, uh, to represent. Uh, not only County Clare, but in my own East Clare, Killaloo Municipal District as Mayor and as the first citizen of County Clare. Yeah. And it was a fantastic honour. Yeah, and in fairness to you, we'll say you were plenty busy and you were at plenty places out, out and about and Joe's hard to follow. Now, Joe, busy man anyway, but I think he, he's not far behind you in no, what you no, were doing. But no, he's I, not. I know there were events during the year, we'll say, you know, not even uniquely in East Clare where we would have came across, you know, we'll say when Pat was up at the cliffs uh, for an exhibition up there in January, February time you were up there as That's well, correct. you know, so I, I, as representing the county obviously, but you know yeah. as I said, it's always great to see one of our own out of these things as well, but listen we'll, we'll move on, so mm-hmm. the, the agenda we'll say for uh, the meeting of the Killaloo MD that took place on the 21st of September and mm-hmm. we'll say, the, the, even though it's called the Killaloo MD, the meetings take place in Scarf. So that's I, correct, I suppose yeah. that's sort of sharing the love around uh, yep. around yep. the area. So so uh, there's matters that are on the agenda. And uh, we'll say the first one that took place was you had a presentation. And I reference this at the start that, you know, if there's a topic or uh, a project that ye merit, uh, and I presume this was, this was one that you initiated yourself because you were the Cahirlik. So will you just tell us about the presentation that you had? Yeah, well... Again, I suppose uh, we we do uh, it's it's feedback. We speak about it and we come to a consensus. And this is one that we where we there was uh, what we feel significant changes in the policing and on Garda Shiakana uh, uh, and how they were going about policing uh, East Clare uh, and the Killaloo Municipal District. Um, heretofore, we were under the jurisdiction of our Chief Superintendent in Ennis, but uh, because of their uh, changes and so forth. The, the the municipal district was being split, and you had some remaining, some parts of it remaining within the remit of Ennis, and more of us were being, uh, particularly the area around Loch Derg, from uh, Whitegate uh, right down to Killaloo, were being uh, put in with uh, Nina. So we were part of the Tipperary clear. Uh, the, or sorry, the Loch Derg region, if you like. So our our head office uh, um, it was going to be Nina, if you like, for the want of a better word. So uh, as 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 the councillors, we um, uh, invited the chief superintendent of that Loch Derg area, who happens to be one of our ex great county hurlers, uh, superintendent uh, Ali Baker and uh, uh, some of his staff to come and give us an, an outline of the implications and the benefits of what it meant to the people and what it's going to mean on the ground for people. And for ourselves, so as we understand what the differences are, you know, so... And were you happy with what you heard? Well, I, not, I, I, I don't see any significant difference, you know. Um, I, I wouldn't say I was happy. Uh I think garden numbers are are a huge issue. You know, I can remember when Killaloo uh, Station was open on a full-time basis. Uh, it's now only open uh, part-time. The numbers are uh, uh, halved uh, in it. And I believe to give the, an adequate service to East Clare and to the municipal district, uh, we need more numbers. 
and the superintendent, even though he was saying that he was going to maintain and was very positive and upbeat uh, in his presentation, I still feel that, um, uh, you know, that, you know, we need more Gardaí, we need more service from the Gardaí, we need more on the ground. And I'm particularly concerned, uh, you know, Loch Derg is becoming uh, a very attractive place now, particularly during the fine weather and the summer months. And uh, I think, you know, there there was uh, incidences during last year and this year just gone by of antisocial behaviour. And it's getting, it got out of hand. And I just, you know, flagged that. We, we flagged that as five councillors as well with him, you know, that we need that uh, addressed and we need that, 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 we need people and need feet on the ground. That's one side of it. The other side then is we'll say the likes of Tulla, Fecal, uh, uh, Quinn remaining within the Ennis uh, area. I mean, Councillor uh, Hayes, Pat Hayes up there, um, I think one of the things that he raised, particularly for the people up around Fecal, where you had a village like Fecal, where one side of it would be, or one area would be in the, the Killaloo, uh, uh, Loch Derg, uh, looked after by Nina, and maybe a couple of hundred metres over the road, you'd be talking about the uh, uh, going to Ennis and looking for a car from Ennis. So there was kind of, uh, you know, ambiguity for us around that. And we were we to receive maps and really define borders of where the, 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 the people come to and, and where, what district looks after what area exactly and, and where the borders are, you know. We had a number of questions and we had a number of issues and uh, to say that we're happy, yeah, we have concerns, I, I would say, and we will always have concerns, I suppose, about um, uh, 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 policing whilst the numbers are low. You know, and that's not to put the fear into anybody uh, uh, or to be uh, uh, generating a fear or anything like that. But certainly, and and I think I speak for my colleagues here, we would like to see more uh, presence, more Garda presence, a bigger presence of Garda in the entire municipal district. Okay, well, sir, I'm sure it's a little bit like the way that society in general is gone, and I'm sure the Killaloo MD is no different than a lot of other rural MDs that sort of exist throughout the country, in that, you know, population trends are heading towards more urban areas, and, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, we sort of think sometimes we're getting left behind uh, here a little bit, but ye as our elected representatives are the people yeah, responsible yeah. for sort of trying to get your oar in and to, you know, to highlight those factors and make sure that we're not forgotten about. Absolutely. And you see, I, I think we're unique in, 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 in this side in the sense, and I don't mean unique, uh, <laughs> you know, but we are a growing tourism destination. We are uh, heretofore, you know, you had people would come to, 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 to Mount Shannon, to uh, Ballycoggan, to, to Killaloo uh, on a visit, but not in the same numbers as they're coming now. You have a greater uh, public transport system now. I mean, you have, I think... Uh, uh, five services from Scarif going into Limerick every day, seven days a week. I mean, you had one bus uh, up to about 12 months ago, uh, Monday to Saturday. Yep, and And don't don't I know. (laughs) So, 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 I mean, those are are challenges that, and and people come and visit uh, on those, and not all the visitors that come have have, uh, entertainment and to enjoy the amenities in, 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 in their head, unfortunately. And that's not to say that 
visitors are welcome or anything like that. But you know, it brings its own challenges. And, and I think we're a growing destination and we're growing uh, uh, in popularity. Uh, also, I suppose, and we, we referenced it at the outset, the uh, Killaloo Bridge Crossing and Bypass now is going to be open in the next year and a half. Already, I suppose, we're a half an hour as we sit here in Scarif, maybe from 35 minutes, 40 minutes from the motorway. Uh, I'm sure that's going to shorten. So yeah. that brings its 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 own challenges uh, in re, in relation to crime and, and benefits and, and challenges. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and and the benefits will far outweigh the the, the challenges. Yeah. But we do need to have that, and that's why that, that's why I emphasise now is the time to be talking about and putting our case forward. Yeah. And I think as a unit, and I'll refer to as the five of us as a unit. Uh, 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 um, we have we 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 foresee these challenges, and this is why we want to get and get stuck into them, and try and do something about them, and have and be proactive, and rather than waiting for to, something to happen and reacting to it, that we want to highlight them and get them get 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 them on the agenda now, and hopefully get it sorted before anything uh, yeah. before the, the event happens. Okay, right, Tony. Well, listen, we'll we'll move on. So then, um, item number four on the agenda was um, uh, section thirty-eight proposed traffic calming measures to the Market Square Scarif and the L4024 roadway in the townland of Ballyminogue and some of these descriptions we give now are going to be a little bit flowery because they're in relation to specific uh, areas but basically this is uh, uh, measures we'll say that are basically around the, the square and the green in Scarif and the L4024 for those of you that don't know is the road that goes down towards the ambulance bay so uh, so uh, this motion uh, this, this part of the agenda was deferred to another meeting but th- this is an item that has been ongoing for a considerable period of time. So, w- w- is there anything that you can sort of say in relation to? Well, it, it was deferred. Just uh, on a point, I suppose. Uh, look, the Gardaí was item number three, and just in case some of your listeners are confused, what did you do for one or two? You correct me there. No, 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 no. I don't think that. But one is like any meeting, whether it's uh, a community council meeting or anything. Item one was the minutes of the Killaloo meeting held previously on the nineteenth of July. And number t- item two was matters arising. So no, I think just no, no, I see, Tony, just this is why you're the coherer. <laughs> right, so so you I have the agenda right. Okay, <laughs> but you're you're correct. I suppose. Look, I suppose item four, section thirty-eight, proposed traffic calming measures, as you've outlined, uh, is uh, 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 I suppose. Clare County Council are looking for uh, uh, rural regeneration funding uh, and putting a funding package together, and and. Um, uh, in consultation with Scarif Community Council and Scarif Towns teams. And there is a plan in place. Uh, there were submissions and there were concerns about the plan that was proposed and so forth. And I suppose from we, we should sort of refer, the plan is basically in relation to there's a proposed purchase of an area for a car park and yeah. then there would be plans in relation to... Um, I suppose reallocation of car parking spaces Absolutely, and a bit of yeah. works in the in the yeah. in the, ta- the centre of Scarif. So look at and again, like, like you know, five elected members, uh, there are uh, uh, I, I suppose huge or serious concerns, or there are concerns at least out there in relation to that. And as 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 elected representatives, we felt you know you can't bring a plan in. Uh, without having nearly uh, everybody and particularly, you know, businesses and people who are active in the community uh, 
without bringing in with you and having their concerns uh, addressed and so forth. So to that score, we defer that item yep. and uh, there, there, are, there are discussions uh, going to be ongoing and it will be on the agenda, I believe, for, for the for November the meeting. meeting. Okay. And, and that's not to say that it'll be fixed by the November meeting, but um, uh, uh, and that it mightn't be deferred again. But we are coming to a point where uh, I do know the executive have said that they need to get this funding or this funding application together, and um, we are going to have to make a decision on it. Because I uh, am I right in saying that uh, there's probably a few different areas of funding that would be sort of yeah. open, and that uh, it's sort of it's all for one. Or if you, if if one part of it sort of, you know, if you just said for argument's sake, well, okay, the car park mightn't be ready yet, but we'll try and do the rest of it. It's sort of you nearly need to have everything lined up. Absolutely, you have yeah. to have your ducks in a row, and and you know, there's there's very strict criteria, I suppose, and that's that's where we're caught. You know, there there are there is very strict criteria in relation to, um, you know, the size and width of parking spaces, and and you know, it's it's uh, and 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 it, it is causing concerns for people. But look, through dialogue, we might be able to get it ironed out, or we, we hope to get it ironed okay. out, but it won't be for the want of trying. But I suppose, as, as regards the meeting, it was deferred, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be coming back to it. Okay, perfect. Right, listen, we'll move on, and uh, uh, I'll get my numbers right now. So item five is, <laughs> is another section 38, and now you, this yeah. is basically a proposed low-cost safety scheme on the L3084 New Street, Nocklevon, Killaloo. So you can <laughs> tell us all about this one. I can, and actually, uh, it, uh, it was on foot of a motion that I put in, at a previous meeting yeah. where I looked for, uh, we have a serious concern in, in, in Killaloo, as in a lot of villages and towns, uh, uh, about car speeding. But particularly since the um, the work started and the bypass and the new bridge crossing and the traffic lights in Killaloo, particularly in the residential areas, I'm talking about the Convent Hill Crossroads, yeah. Flannan's Road, we'll New say, Street. For, for some of us that aren't yeah. great, we'll say, Tony, with, with the names, but we'd know the area. Yeah. Will you just tell us where New Street, the L3084 New Street, Nocklevon is? It would be, if you're going into Killaloo and you come into Newtown, uh, pass out the Killaloo Hotel, yep. and you come to Hawaii in the road, you'll yeah. be turning right. As if to you're heading up, up to the, towards the, the church and the fire station. Up, up towards oh, the so church, the, the yeah, up to the there. village, yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. not going into Canal Bank. Yeah. So uh, I suppose I had looked for traffic calming measures in, in, in a number of areas uh, around the town and uh, they, ha- they, they agreed uh, to do a survey of mm. speed and traffic and stuff and they found that urgently they needed something in that particular area because there's a children's playground there, there's a crash. crash there, there's a, a, an opening, uh, an entrance exit if you like to a housing estate. Yeah, and you have the tennis court. And, and you have yep. the tennis court and the Benson Box factory is there as well, you know, and you have a, a, a filling station entrance exit yeah. and so, so for anyone that has sort of travelled on the road in the last few weeks, we now come across two bumps in the road. That's correct. Which yeah. are, which are, I presume, they're they're in they're, the process and they're of doing being, their job. I've been finished. Yeah, yeah. well, they, yeah. they certainly yeah. uh, have have, and have uh, they will slow people down. Absolutely, and and uh, uh, that that's that was proposed. Uh, they 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 found that that look these were warranted, particularly in these areas. Yeah. And for the works to go ahead, they they they, they were bringing them in under a section thirty eight. Uh, it was a low cost scheme that they had applied for, and we had to approve it. And okay. and it was unanimously passed. Okay, and and I suppose it, that is a, a measure, Tony, of sometimes how. The system works, but sometimes, like this was at your September meeting, and now less than two months later, 
they're in. They're in. Absolutely. You know, so, yep. so yep. Yep. Said, yep. you know, sometimes there might be frustration with the length of time it takes to get stuff done, but we'll say you got this done. So, right, listen, we'll move on to number six. And uh, basically, there are two items, as we referred to earlier, from each uh, councillor that are put in. And I... I'm not quite sure whether it's the Cahir that gets the first two in or what way you do it out. But anyway, you're number six and seven. So I'll, yeah. I'll just reference number six and it says that works be carried out urgently in O'Brien's Bridge to, pre- to prevent flooding of businesses and dwellings. Currently, the stormwater drain is not capable of preventing flooding. And just to let our listeners know that in relation to all these, they're called a notice of motion, Tony, mm. is what you put in. So these are the questions that you as councillors put in to the council staff. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. To the put, put into the council staff, uh, uh, a lot of the times it's going to be the senior executive engineer in the area who, who will answer. Yeah. But some some uh, uh, motions could relate to housing where we would have to get a housing officer to respond or there could be environmental questions or there could be anything, roads questions and they'll be answered by the appropriate uh, uh, engineer or the appropriate person within the county council. Yeah. So, so uh, I suppose my one in relation to the, the flooding in, 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 in O'Brien's Bridge um, it, it, we have a serious issue, I suppose, the, the, in O'Brien's Bridge, particularly down towards the bridge itself and the, yes. the lower dikes. There's only one, uh, uh, I suppose, gullet, if you like, there, and all the water flows from both directions into that, and it's not able to take it. And we've had a, 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 an issue there even, I think it was uh, Ju- July, when we got really heavy rain, and uh, we had a business almost flooded and, and dwelling houses yeah, uh, and, if we're, and if we're getting flooding in July what uh, are we going, to, we getting? going to getting yeah. in winter yeah. so Touchwood uh, we, we've had some work carried out on it uh, the senior executive engineer uh, Declan Flanagan uh, responded to yeah. this and he more or less uh, said look he agrees with, with what uh, 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 I'm saying they're, they're going to carry out a CCTV uh, survey on the, on the actual outlet itself to see if it, there was any blockages or if it needed upgrading and stuff like that. And based on that, they will um, p- uh, carry out the works. They will also, uh, he, he agreed, that maybe for more uh, uh, gullets, if you like, I call them gullets, yeah, <laughs> drainage gullies points, gullies, yeah, points, gullies yeah. Uh, 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 are wanted uh, to uh, maybe stop the tra- uh, or the, the, stop the, the water going down, all going into the one gully. That you, you we mean we may need uh, uh, extra to connect to the pipe further out yeah. on the road and stuff like that, okay, right. and and there will be extensive work involved. But and he f- uh, figured he did mention as well that he will be looking for a budget to do things because I suppose what we have to uh, when we put in notices of motions and we want work done, they cost money, so we also have to to find a budget for that work. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. And I suppose I'll, I'll just read the reply uh, that that. He part of the reply that he, uh, Declan Flanagan, the executive engineer, sent in. Killaloo MD proposed to carry out a CCTV survey on this pipeline over the coming weeks. If required, this existing stormwater line may need to be upgraded, which is a drain for uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, uh, 
for us to mention. Additional gullies on the street may also be required pending the outcome of the CCTV survey. The works will be subject to funding and may involve minor disruption to the traffic lights due to the vicinity of the traffic loops. And I presume that's because the, the, the loops are based yep. on the sensors in the ground. The sensors, the yeah. Yeah. And priority will be given to this issue if the results of the survey prove an underlying issue. Yeah. So now, are you happy enough with the reply? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the, the word, the, the last line there, you know, priority will be given to the issue if the results of the survey prove uh, there's an underlying issue and you know where I'm, I'm confident that it will throw up uh, some uh, uh, the issues because where you do have flooding as we said in July uh, the likelihood is you're going to have serious problems there in January, February, you know December, January, February. You yeah know. and we'd say we're recording this in uh, early November and even during the week we've had we've had some torrential yeah. downpour, yeah. downpours of rain Right listen we'll move on to motion 7 uh, which is from yourself as well and that road lining be carried out at Crossroads, Killaloo and Lower Arden Tagle Road in O'Brien's Bridge. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, Declan uh, Flanagan replied. He said, "Acting Chief Executive Engineer." Uh, um, and uh, this is this again is where we get back to the local stuff. Where, where you know, when I say crossroads, if you're coming from the GA field, the Boys National School, I'm, and and uh, in, 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 in front of you, yeah. Uh, and there's a V in the road, but there's nothing. Cars now going coming from the GA field should keep to the left there's a stop line and you turn right or left but there's nothing to stop you going right the lines have gone yes and 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 so forth similarly out in O'Brien's Bridge um, uh, if you're coming down from what I call what we call lower Arda Tagle there's no lines on the road to, to stop to say stop there's no stop sign there and uh, I've asked them to to, to, to address that uh, uh, and uh there, there, there were others, and I think Alan O'Callaghan had had a, a further one. If we, if if we look down um, at item number nine, so they were nearly uh, uh, similar. Where needed across the whole MD, Alan came in with that a list would be compiled where lining has faded and needs to be refreshed. So again, he's talking about something similar to what I was in. Yeah. Alan was holistic in his, in his uh, I suppose, motion. He was putting the, the all the M, of the MD. I was being specific to two areas that I was aware of. Yeah, perfect. And I suppose I'll just reference the reply that Declan Finnegan mm-hmm. gave, we'll say, to your motion, and we'll say it, it's probably linked, you know, we'll say yours yeah. is motion seven, Alan's that you referred there as nine. And he says, I wish to confirm the Clare County Council are currently preparing a list for our line marking contractor to complete outstanding works and refreshing of major junctions such as O'Brien's Bridge Crossroads to Graney Village amongst other locations including Yellow Box Junctions in Killaloo. With regards to Crossroads Killaloo we will be refreshing the existing arrows hatching and line markings in the long term a design will be required for this junction and parking layout. The Lower Ardnatagle Road was recently surface stressed this year as part of the restoration maintenance programme and there's a commitment that we'll be refreshing to stop text line markings and we'll be reviewing road markings adjacent to the R466. So I presume you'd be happy enough with the response. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That. And, and, and that's a positive. And there will be, there'll be no, actually, I think some have, 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 have been uh, yeah, I done. Can, I, I can confirm that most of the yeah, lines in Tungraney were done recently. And I'm, it, yeah. I'm still awaiting some of them to be done. But, yeah. you know, as, as we, we mentioned earlier, Rome wasn't built in a day. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, listen, we'll we'll move on. And uh, motion number eight is, uh, we'll say it was from Councillor Alan O'Callaghan. And uh, the the motion is, ask this MD that the main street in the village of Quinn would be considered in the roadworks programme as the surface is very poor. 
Again, obviously, Alan has made, has been, uh, or people have made representations to Alan, uh, and just I, I suppose when when we speak about Quinn, I think geographically, as five elected members as well, this there's a benefit in 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 where we are because Alan now would be more up that side, yeah. and people would would say to him, look. You know, look at the the, the the main street here is in disrepair, and he he saw merit in putting in that motion, and again uh, Declan was uh, replied to him. You know, and he can he can confirm that 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 the the Killaloo MD has surveyed Quinn Village for restoration restoration improvement works, and it will be in consideration for road. Uh, in the roadworks program for 2024, in the interim, the areas outside Crow Shop and sections of the poor road surface will be repaired uh, over the coming days. Uh, and I think you got a little bit of a chuckle out of that one yeah, uh, yeah. as well. For political reasons that we won't fully go into, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. and we did. And and you know, I, I mean, the commitment there was that it was going to that, that there was going to be remedial work done, and it will go into consideration into the roadworks program for next year. Yeah. Okay. And 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 again, I presume, Alan, I think Alan was happy enough with that and yeah. you know yeah okay so we'll say motion and nine we referenced there yep, just yep. We said where needed across the whole MD the list would be compiled and I suppose uh, the Declan Flanagan executive engineer would say confirmed that would say the list of uh, line marking works uh, is being compiled with contractor and that there's outstanding works uh, you know would say to be done and mm. it says uh, the, the budget allocation for line marking out of discretionary maintenance is 25,000 euros for the year mm-hmm. um, and it says we'll be reviewing each re- regional road later this year and prioritising sections to be completed next year when weather conditions have improved and when our winter maintenance season has ended which is from the 1st of October to the 30th of April so the, the budget isn't huge you know, we'll say to to do it, and I suppose it, it, they're sort of done on a, a priority basis. I presume areas that would be getting more use and more, mm-hmm. and particularly road safety uh, issues yeah. would, would would be come into consideration, yeah. particularly around line marking as well. Yeah. And no, the budget isn't huge, but then again, you have to try and stretch it out and and, yeah, and yeah, make it and make it work. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we'll move on to motion ten, and we're now coming to two motions. Uh, notice of motions from Councillor Pat Burke, and uh, motion ten was calling on Clare County Council to carry out repairs to a section of road that has severely uh, subsided between the Ash Tree Cross and the townland of Dorini in Whitegate. And again, Declan and his staff would have gone out and, and surveyed the the, the area, uh, and pass uh, again. Uh, uh, been up around that area, you know, and Declan confirmed, and I'm sure Pat was happy enough with the, with, with the reply, if I remember, that uh, the Killaloo MD has reviewed a section of the road. It has sunk. They've acknowledged that it has sunk between Ashtree and Arena, and we will be carrying out restoration improvement works to this road next week. So, you know, they obviously saw that it was a matter of urgency and they prioritised it, and it was going to be done in the following week. Um, and he went on to say that they'll be providing a double layer of secure grid grid to stabilise the road and prevent further subsistence and they'll monitor the road over the next 6 to 12 months so you know again I suppose it gets back to the the local aspect of what's happening, and again, this is why I'm I'm so happy to be here in in Scarif Bay today. That this 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 is you know to highlight this past and and my fellow councillors. This is what we do on behalf of the parishes and the, our communities and and so forth. So that's that's that people should have been able to see uh, an improvement in that situation out there within 
a week, you know. Yeah, and as you said, there are some things yeah, that yeah. are long-term projects, but there are other matters that you can sort of get yeah, to yeah, in a quicker yeah, line. Yeah. And, and listen, that, that, that's good. To and see. again, I want to acknowledge, you know, the, 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 the input of the, we won't always agree with the executive and so forth, but, you know, the team led by Brian McCarthy down there yeah. and and Declan Fannigan and, and, and all the people who work in the office and who work on the roads and who work uh, behind on, on, on the day-to-day uh, provide provision of services yeah. and the great work that they do on the ground, you know. So it's it's, it's good, you know. Oh yeah, and it's good. Good. And, and that, that, well. that 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 those motions uh, uh, seem to that, you know. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now, yeah. The, the next one is number eleven, and before I sort of mention number eleven, because I was present at the meeting myself, and I would say this was the one that got the most animated responses. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and uh, a, a number of contributions, and I suppose we we should reference as well that for all the, when the meeting takes place. Um, you as Cahirlik allow everyone to have a, a, a say in relation to the motions that take mm-hmm. place. So it's not just the person that puts in the motion. Everybody is allowed to have a contribution to make as well. So uh, number 11, call in on Clare County Council to adopt a different approach next summer, whereby the entire footpath from Tungraney to Killaloo will be kept free of vegetation so that tourists and locals can enjoy the scenic area, whether cycling or walking. And then I'll read out the reply and we, we can discuss it then. Uh, the reply from Declan Flanagan, the executive engineer. Killaloo MD have recently spent two weeks hedge cutting and clearing back the grass verge along the walking route from uh, Tungraini to Ballycogran. And as we referenced earlier, this meeting took place on Thursday the 21st of September. So that period of time they're talking about is, the say, the second week of September. Mm-hmm. Second and third weeks of September. Um uh, now, where am I? Using a battery-operated weed-cutting machine for the weeding on the inside of the curb line to improve the route. We will be working with local community groups and maintaining the grass verges and hedges in 2024. In January, 20, uh, in January, February of the calendar year, we'll be reviewing the footpath and we'll cut back any vegetation in advance of the nesting season. In general, there is a significant budgetary requirement to maintain and cut the extent of hedges and verges that is required. And Killaloo MD will work with the elected members and community groups to assist where possible in line with available budgetary provisions. Now, before you talk, Tony, can I just put in a little bit of an over there? Um, I know ye all travel that route. And there was a lot of animation in relation to uh, the state of it. And I think it would be fair to say that it wasn't done great this year. And we said, without trying to slate too much or do anything like that, I think just, I said, hopefully there'll be lessons learned. But he raised a number of important points, so I'm going to let you talk talk about it now. Well, I suppose, yes, it, it, it and, and I suppose we're doing some fantastic work with the capital projects and we'll be talking about, you know, the bridge crossing and, and, and stuff later on and Inish Caltra and so forth, you yeah. know. But I suppose... Uh, and you know my colleagues and I we're very adamant that you can't have uh, a jewel in the crown sitting isolated so if people and what I'm trying to say is if people if we're trying to attract people to come and visit us and they come across the bridge in, 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 in from Tipperary or they come out from Limerick and then they're coming along the beautiful River Shannon and they hit uh a footpath full of weeds and briars hanging out and over grass footpaths and over grass it, growing yeah. over it and so forth like that. We're thinking, do you know what? 
where's the next turnaround point till we get out of here? Yeah. You know, what's the jewel in the crown? And I suppose the essence is in what we're saying, without going into every uh, bit and point of what the five of us are saying, there has to be a holistic approach to uh, uh, the tourism products that we're putting into, you know. So really when we're talking about funding for Inish Caltra and doing fantastic work that's out there for, for sure, there has to be supports for the the rest of the the, the, the just, you know, yeah. and, and and the way that you we must you know we must help or we must have a, 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 I suppose a clean and 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 a, a, a really attractive uh, um, I suppose uh, uh, um, Entr- county entrance en- entrance, yeah. entrance yeah. point. No, the other thing is um, we realise as well that the council really can't do everything. Uh, and I'll go back to what I said, you know, my, in my introduction, I, I'm more, co- I'm very community orientated. You know, without the involvement of the, 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 the uh, Ogunnala Community Group, for example, uh, um, without the uh, Tungreni Tidy Towns and, and, and Community Group action out there, and without the Killaloo Tidy Towns, I think we'd be in a desperate, desperate situation. So that's what I'm ta- we were talking about, that we were making that point as well, that we need to help these people and assist these people, and we are uh, assisting these people, but we need to do a bit more. We, yeah. we really need to do a bit more uh, in relation to the presentation of the entrance and the attractiveness that leads to the jewel in the crowns yeah, and, 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 and so forth. I know there are there are always debates in relation to you know nesting seasons and stuff like that, and you can't cut this mm-hmm. and you can't cut that. But it was highlighted that a large part of the area we're talking about is verge. It's mm-hmm. not hedge, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. it could be cut. And I, I'd say it may just have been one of those things where it just didn't work this year. But I think we'll say it with uh, the contributions of all the councillors, yeah. I'd say and, you and won't allow it to go that and way. And I think, in fairness, in fairness to uh, the, the 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 reply uh, from Declan Flanagan, you know, he did say that. Um, in cooperation, I suppose there there is a significant budgetary requirement to maintain and cut and so forth, and he will be relying on on, on the elected members and community groups to assist where possible, yeah. uh, uh, in line with available grants and so forth. And again, I suppose that will bring me on to, um, or that will bring. I know we're going to talk about the budget, but you know, community grants are hugely important, and even though they're decided at at, at county budget level. They filter down into the community groups and 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 so forth. So I mean, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that a little, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 Listen, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll move on, and uh, we're now on to Councillor Joe Cooney, and Joe had two uh, motions, and motion number twelve is that Clare County Council give an update on hedge cutting program for the Killaloo MD and what action is going to be taken where hedges are not being maintained. And I suppose this sort of is a slight bit of a continuation on maybe from the last motion as, mm-hmm. uh, as well. It so, was, and again, you know. Uh, Declan again Flanagan Declan Flanagan replied to that you know where he confirmed that the Killaloo MD currently have hedge cutting crews out working as we speak now again one of the issues that we have I suppose as five elected representatives is when you know they prioritise regional roads and he's mentioned that in his reply strategic roads linking villages are with national and regional routes such as villages not served directly by either national or regional roads approaches to towns and villages 
villages from points not less than 100 metres outside the speed limit signs facilitating such towns and villages and as well as that along school bus and clear accessible transport routes and any other locations where attention is urgently needed to facilitate road safety and usability subject to availability of funding is, 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 of course that's always thrown in there uh, but you know and again crosses cross roads where uh, road safety would be an issue is, is, is also prioritised and you know I suppose it's one of the things I get people ringing me up listen they're cutting the region or they're cutting this road here to, would they come up this yes. particular road yeah. and unfortunately they're not They're not. You, there is a criteria and I suppose look there's a cut off point uh, 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 that the council can do but he goes on then to say look that I suppose in, in the reply that uh, uh, they will engage with property owners and I suppose landowners uh, along that uh, down at the, 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 one of the last lines in, 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 his rep- in his reply and and they will try and proactively engage because there is a responsibility on landowners to uh, maintain hedges and boundaries and ditches and so forth as well. Yeah, it, it, it would be unreasonable I think to expect the council to do everything. Everything, absolutely. But, but, but as you've mentioned there and as outlined in the reply junctions especially are an area I suppose and you're talking about health and safety and stuff like that and that there, there is work done and I suppose was a little bit uh, like everything uh, sometimes they mightn't be done as quickly as people want and I know we'll say with this year in particular you know we had a lot of growth early on in the year and then boom, you yeah. know, started boom. so yeah. you know it can just be one of those things and I think we're very exercised as well as local representatives uh, and all five of us uh, we all have within areas know I know the Killaloo area where people actually go for walks it's an it's kind of a recognised walking route yeah. but it's not on any trail or anything like that but people this is where people go and you try and redirect them and you try and inform the council and the engineers that listen can you do that sometimes we're successful sometimes we're not yeah. and and, and, and uh, them the it's, the nature, it's the nature it's <laughs> the nature them the breaks right listen motion 13 that Clare County Council give an update on the new housing development in Scarif yeah and I suppose this is one of the the, the, the things that's came from Joe County from Joe, Joe Cooney as well and um, this was one of the ones I think it was the first one if I'm if I'm not mistaken that Adrian Head who's the, 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 the Assistant Senior Engineer in Social Development and with responsibility for the, the housing developments where he said the 18 unit housing development is currently under construction on the Fecal Road in Scarif the development compromises of two three bed semi-detached houses two three bedroom apartments twelve two bedroom apartments and one and two one-bedroom apartments. Apologies. And the project is due, as per the agreed programme, to be completed in August 2024. Yeah. So that was an update that Joe was looking for because yeah. there was concerns about the... Yeah. the, 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 the and, and I know from my own notes that I took on it, the date is uh, technically the 13th of August to the end of the contract and the yeah. total contract price is 6.22 million in relation to uh, that 18 new yeah. unit housing yeah. development, which is near the Mars, I suppose, on the Fecal Road. For yeah. The, yeah. And anyone passing by there will see progress in relation to that. Okay, listen, we'll now move on to uh, uh, notes of motion with Councillor Pat Hayes and Pat had two in as well. And uh, motion 14, I'm asking for a full review of traffic management around Tuller National School and the Gort Road area on this very busy regional road. With the recent commencement of a new housing development adjacent to the National School and the opening of a new social housing development on the Dunan Road, it is now critical that a proper traffic management plan be put in place for the safe use of pedestrians and motorists and I would ask that all stakeholders be involved in the process. So there was a reply from Declan Flanagan, the executive engineer, says that you will be aware that the road design 
section developed plans around Tulla National School from which a section 38 traffic calming process was passed by elected members at the November 22 Killaloo MD meeting and it outlines those works included zebra crossings, footpath build outs, ramps, line marking works and repairs to existing footpaths in the vicinity of the school. This project which is funded uh, by the NTA is under construction that's the National Transport Authority mm-hmm. I take it mm-hmm. however there are a number of property boundary issues and matters of details to be resolved in light of this notice of motion having regard to the aforementioned issues and also the existing and proposed developments in the area since the passing of the section 38 there is merit in reviewing vehicle and pedestrian movements from the Dunan Road to the Tullin National School and general pedestrian connectivity to and from existing housing developments in the vicinity and if necessary, proposing a low-cost safety improvement scheme at the junction with the L4082 Main Street and the R462. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a that's a long-winded answer, but basically... Uh, but, well, what he's, what he's, what, what, what's really saying there, and Pat is aware now, uh, acutely aware, uh, I suppose, from his representations again. And again, talking to you here, that this is something maybe that people in their own Tulla who will now be listening to your, your, yep. your show wouldn't be aware of that. He's got a, a, a commitment. Look, there was a Section 38 passed, work was approved and was ongoing but since that Section 38 uh, there's a new development a new housing development there and there are other issues uh, in relation to the school and ne- maybe we need to upgrade that and put in extra work uh, uh, with the Section 38 that we're doing and I think there's a there's a, a recognition by Declan uh, Flanagan and his team uh, that this will happen, and that's and that's what they're going to do. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, it meant that rather than go ahead with what was agreed at the November twenty-two meeting, mm-hmm. and they're now looking at the position, the existing position on the ground, and saying, "Okay, listen, we could go and do what was agreed, uh, but yeah. it mightn't work out to be the best for the future." Absolutely, and and okay. and, and, and and Pat has got that commitment now off of them, you know, yeah. and 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 said, "Look, and 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 uh, they will look at it and and put in the extra safety measures and features." That will will be right. again subject to uh, I suppose funding. subject to funding <laughs> that, that that famous last line and I suppose look uh, they will find funding for it somewhere to enhance whatever is yeah, being but, put but, in there but but, but common, at the end, sense, common sense common sense and and and, yeah. and again that's why uh, that's, this is where a lot of this local work and a lot of this commitment can be got in in, in, in local work yeah. you know okay perfect now uh, motion fifteen also from Pat I am asking that a traffic calming measure be put in place on the Mount Shannon Road in Scarf. This section of road has become very challenging for the residents that live in this area with ongoing issues of speeding and overtaking taking place on regular occasions and creating high risk for the residents that live here. And I suppose that is basically the road that is, we'll say, from uh, would say going out to Mount Shannon the straight, yeah, from, straight from the office to the municipal district yeah. offices out along there all the way out yeah. to Mount Shannon yeah, yeah. and so again there was an, exe- an a, 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 I suppose a recognition by Declan Fanning who's the ex- executive engineer and his team that he confirmed that the R352 on the Mount Shannon Road in Scarif is within and, and this is all kind of I suppose he's given the, 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 the first paragraph it's within the 50 kilometre speed limit and and people shouldn't be speeding and, and, and so forth and the library and the businesses are there and stuff. But he has given an undertaking that the Killaloo MD team can come, that they, 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 they went or they are in the process now as we speak because we're a couple of weeks after the, the, the meeting, carrying out speed surveys on this road with a visual inspection of driver behaviour and subject to a review of this survey, it will then be decided if a project is warranted under a low cost safety improvement scheme and details of the re- review will be furnished with us uh, the elected members. So again, 
Pat has obviously been contacted by residents and by people who 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 have concerns about the, the speeding, and uh, he has raised it at local district. The the team uh, engineers and so forth will monitor, will assess, and they'll come back with their findings to us, and we will then uh, uh, maybe uh, approve have, have another section thirty eight or whatever. And I, 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 I suppose. I suppose to try and explain to people that motion there is probably the start of of, of the of, of, the, of the process of the process. And I what we yep. alluded to earlier, and what you had in relation to the traffic cam in in Killaloo, that's the conclusion of it. You know, Absolutely, you know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. so that yeah. All, all going well, we'll be back here in a few months' time. There'll be a something similar, that, yeah, and 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 hopefully that, that uh, there will be traffic camming measures put in yeah. or whatever, you know. Okay, we'll say item sixteen then was correspondence, which we don't need to refer. Yeah. To, and then the date for the next meeting was confirmed as taking place on the 15th, 15th of, no- of November. 15th yep. of November. So, uh, and we'll say in a few weeks' time we'll have another elected member in to talk to us about that. Yeah. But Tony, listen, thanks a million for that. Now, before before we finish, um, you know, the, the motions there, and hopefully they give our listeners a view of what's been going on around the area. And uh, you know, from the elected councils, they're all you know they covered the MD, but of course there will be areas and people will have concerns in relation to particular areas across across the area. That's what local democracy is about and hopefully people will understand that and start to see how this sort of works because there, you know, there are items that come to a national level uh, you know, maybe a county level and a national level that will never get mentioned in a paper, or that people mightn't be fully au fait with. And it's here is where you can see you can see it in action. But um, just say so before we finish, uh, talk to us a little bit about developments um, in the area. Um, be they sort of infrastructure, what's planned, what's going on, and give us your thoughts. And maybe you alluded to there earlier in relation to the community in Ogunla in relation to the path, we'll say that, you know, that the work that they carried out. But that path didn't start in Ogunla. It started in Killaloo <laughs> and came out to my gate. And I, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a plug here now. I'm go, I'm, I, I, I've opened the door for you to sort of, uh, to sort uh, look, of talk about that topic. Look, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to, I suppose, paraphrase, I'm going to, I'm going to say before before I, I, I say anything about that particular one, we work as a team. And, and you know, that the team is, is, is the five elected members with the executive and with the, 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 the staff in, in Clare County Council, in particularly in the, the, the Scarif office. Yeah, the... the, the the footpath actually was. I uh, I, do, I got a lucky break. Actually, I was. I I I I. I, I as as we said earlier on, the 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 they gave me a break. I failed the interview in two thousand and nine, yeah. but I, I I passed it in two thousand and fourteen thanks to the people. And uh, I remember going back in. But I suppose we went back. I I, I was elected in two thousand and four, and we were talking about the the bridge crossing and so forth. And the bridge crossing originally was just a bridge crossing, and was to come into Killaloo. And uh, I fought no, hard. No mention of a bypass. a bypass, and I fought hard for the bypass, and and and, and it came. No, not everybody agrees with it because you know it, it was dividing land and stuff like that. But uh, I think the bridge crossing would have been futile without the 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 the, the, the bypass. bypass. Yeah. And but anyway, to get back to the story. I, I remember talking to Tom Carey one day in 2004. I said, I, I could see the amenities in, in the Two Mile Gate, as we call it, Belly Coggan, were mm. taken off. And it was fantastic. But we couldn't go out there. Kids couldn't go out there. And as I said, Tom, a footpath, you know. And Tom was the county engineer. And he was telling your med, you know. And Tom, in fairness, him uh, would be one for the cycling and, and, and so forth. But he came back after a while and he said, 
we'll give you we'll give you a, a, a we'll go as far as buying Bruce Fort now the pet for those people who didn't know was about you used to come to Belly Valley so we were going another 100 yards up the hill but in fairness if he did it you've and, been generous to 100 yards <laughs> but I came back in in 2014 and I remember Hugh McGrath was the, se- the, the, the senior executive engineer then, and they were doing a major. They were after getting two point five million or something uh, uh, at the time to do a major project in in Belly Cogan Two Mile Gate, and uh, I remember saying to, to Hugh, I said, "But we can't get out from Killaloo. You know, the kids can't come out there. You know, you can't walk out there. You got to drive out and stuff." And uh, we could do it with a footpath, and he shrugged his shoulders like. Uh, you know, and, mm. and uh, I know people can't see me shaking my head here now, but you know, and they couldn't put. It. I, 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 I said it to him two or three times, and he said, "Are you serious? We'll put it in. Okay, we'll put it in." And I think you know there was a, a regeneration fund, and he rang me about the middle of October, and he said, uh, um, "You know, you're lucky, dear. You're a lucky council or something." To after giving us a hundred and. 3,000 euros or something to put in that footpad and I'll tell you and I have to have it in by the 31st of December so when the p- footpad was announced all of a sudden geez, we're lucky to get O'Brien back in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I, I think I burnt all my I'll never win the lotto so I, uh, <laughs> I burnt all well, but I, again look community it's all about that yeah well so, in, fair, in fairness Tony and uh, it uh, has been a great addition and from you know the way that things are gone now it's all about safety walking in safety walking absolutely walking in safety and but we'll say COVID taught us everything you know we'll say in relation to sort of you know being yeah. able to go for a walk and appreciate our local yeah. area but I suppose it's not only from the tourist point of view that it will be of benefit you know that people could that, walk yeah. to two mile gate yeah. you know from from Killaloo like I know you, you see it yourself I can see it myself yeah. that there are probably people that will walk out and, and in the winter time it's locals yeah. that are doing it that are getting the benefit of it. they'll walk out to, uh, to two mile gate they might get a cup of tea or coffee outside in the, uh, West Park and they'll or they'll come Absolutely. back in they'll go to the hotel Absolutely. and have yeah. a bit of chat yeah. and it you know and they can do it safe and the, tra- yeah. the traffic is on the road and the traffic is fine and you know Okay, you might be behind the car for another hundred yards more than what you were going to be before, or you won't be overtaking it. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with that as well. We mm-hmm. we probably we can all be guilty sometimes of maybe going a little bit too fast on the roads yep. that we have. And, yep. You know. So, but I I suppose from there and 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 you you've got to give praise then to the 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 Ogunlo action or committee, the the Ogunlo community group. Yes. Who uh, were very proactive in in extending that on as far as 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 as. Uh, uh, um, uh, Ogunlo right up through the parish and and Bell Kelly and up around up up, yeah. up along there and Tung Green. You know, I noticed in the manager's report uh, for the, the, the for this month next next month's meeting, uh, the full council, uh, an application under the outdoor recreation infrastructure scheme twenty twenty three has already been submitted by the Killaloo Municipal District uh, uh, last month in October for. Uh, an upgrade and enhancement of the walkway and 480 metres trail to link the settlement of Tungraney to the existing Killaloo Ballycogger Nogunla walkway, thus completing a 13 kilometre rural walkway from Killaloo to Scarif along the shores of Loch Derg. So, out of that and out of Tom's 100 metres, we've now we can walk from Scarif to Killaloo yeah, in safety, uh, in safety, and, 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 and so forth. So, you know, I, I think out of little, and I'm, I'm a great believer in that, out of little acorns do huge oak trees grow. And again, it's about empowering communities. It's about, you know, uh, 
Clare County Council, the municipal district helping the communities uh, 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 to, to to develop. You know, yeah. And and uh, you know that's that's that side of it. I suppose I'll come back and we mentioned it uh, earlier on in some of the projects or some of the motions I come in there as well. Community grants, look, you know. They're hugely important. Yeah, and you're, I think, you're, I think, you're saying around now is the time where some of those grants are well, going well, to be coming available. So well, well, no, the budget is, do, is yeah. will be done now. I think last year, and I'll stand corrected on this, but if I remember correctly, it was around five hundred, about a half a million. Now, uh, in in uh, five hundred and twenty thousand or something, and then we got a supplementary budget. I think it, about another hundred and twenty or hundred and thirty thousand. So you're talking about well over six hundred thousand in community grants. Now, those community grants might be on only 400 or 800 or uh, it might be only 150 to pay insurance or something yeah. like that. But it allows to keep... I know the community playgrounds grant, I know the council are taking over insurances, but for those that couldn't do it, I think it was 1,900, and they were able to underwrite that out of community grants. Yeah. So these are basically, we'll say, for all the voluntary and community groups that are mm-hmm. sort of in the Killaloo MD, that there are, is an opportunity to apply for a level of funding for some of the activities that, that mm-hmm. are carried out, we'll say, but by those groups. And, and again, and, and again, you know, that's 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 county wide now. It's not just yes. confined to the yeah. Killaloo MD, but it's hugely important for those, and it's important, you know, uh, that we 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 assist and, and and we help those community groups. You know, yeah. Um, again, for the the the, the, the bigger, you know, uh, uh, I suppose uh, projects. The Killaloo MD has been very, very proactive in in accessibility, and uh, we started off by putting in uh, an accessible table and bench for people uh, uh, with disabilities down in Ballycogan, stroke two, two miles gate. Yeah. And we finished it off there, and it was launched uh, last month uh, by with RRDF funding. Again, we had to apply for our, uh, RRDF funding for for the disability heist. Now, there's a, a, a heist, a pontoon with a heist on. And already the Irish Wheelchair Association, I know St. Vincent's and Lister Gray come over there. Um, and and I know it's bad weather now and you're probably not going to see them. But people with disabilities can now be lifted out into the water. Yeah, and, and I, I suppose we, we should explain that we'll say at Two Mile Gate you have the pier. Yeah. And this is a, um, a facility that has been put in to allow people, as you said, there's a high that would allow people with disabilities if they want to get into a canoe or a kayak in yeah. safety and, Absolutely, you yeah. know, to be put in. And it, it's a fa- it's a fabulous development to see. It is. You know? And I, I think, you know, uh, again, the Killaloo community or the Killaloo Municipal District can hold its head up and, 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 and say, look, we're leading the way. You know, we're we're and with for for people with disabilities, and it has been commended by a number of community groups and 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 and, and the whole, uh, the, whole disability the whole groups. two mile gate area, I suppose, Tony. Uh, you know, the, with the with the footpath, the retiring of the car park area and stuff like that. It's now a fabulous facility. Mm-hmm. It is sort of sometimes you know we used to always consider two mile gate East Clare a little local secret, but unfortunately the secrets got out, and during summertime, I suppose the extent of that success is where there are now temporary speed limit signs we'll say in, in relation to the area but um, it is a fabulous facility and as you said it, it, you're about developing you're talking about developing tourism and various bits and pieces and um, I suppose it, we'll talk about we'll say from Killaloo to Mount Shannon just in relation to the last bit of the programme now we'll say the footpath is there and hopefully will be finished down to Tungreni which I'm sure some of my, my neighbours will be quite happy to, to hear about yeah. if the funding comes in but um 
Lincoln will say Killaloo. There's historical um, connections. We'll say with Brian Brew. Uh, we'll say from Killaloo to uh, to Toon Greenwich, St Cronin's Church, and on to Holy Island in Inish Caltra. And I suppose uh, the bridge in Killaloo, the bypass, and everything else like that. Will you just give us a little bit of um, uh, an update? And I, I know Cisc have the contract, and it's three separate contracts. Okay, and I know there's different dates mm-hmm. for each of them. So I suppose for those of us on the Clare side, you can just sort of uh, well. Tell I, us I, I, I suppose. Look, the, the, the dates to, to that would I suppose you need to to, to, to to know about are the end of March, the end of the first quarter, twenty twenty five. Yeah, is a completion date. Okay. So that's that's when you should be able to drive down from uh, 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 Scarif and not go into Killaloo if you're heading on to Dublin or out onto the motorway, yeah. and you should be able to drive straight across the new bypass. Uh, and across the new bridge and out this new fabulous refurbished road upgraded through Burt Hill roundabout and up onto the motorway uh, and, and away with you. That's So that's the end of the first quarter, uh, 2025. It's about 16 at, months. At, yeah, at, yeah, at, at, at uh, a briefing that was given to, as you mentioned, that we had Siskin earlier on in the year. And at the briefing, they will have or they expect to have uh, the bypass part. So that's from Belly Valley on the Killaloo side, as you go in, we call it the yep. Belly Valley, over to Chantraud Woods. They, they, they should have that completed, they said, by November 2024. Now, whether the TII, Transport Infrastructure Ireland, or the NTA, whoever uh, has the call on it, yeah. uh, will allow it to be used prior to the, to, to the bridge crossing being open is their decision. They weren't sure, but they hope to have it. Uh, I have to, I suppose, give a health warning, as the fellow says, with that. That's the pro- that's the way the project is panning out at the moment. Now, if there were difficulties with one other side, SIS may have to call staff off of that and take them. But the completion date for the entire project and they're, they're, they're on schedule. Um, I actually had a tour of it um, only uh, last week. Uh, and uh, it's fantastic and they're pro- progressing uh uh, at, at speed, at a speed of not, they're you know, looking out on, on the River Shannon now, uh, across from no, I had to go. There's a the vantage point over in Ballina. I was with the engineers, and the pontoons are the the, the supports, yeah. the pylons, the, the supports are almost completed, and they're hoping to have the cross sections gone in early. Uh, 2024 mm-hmm. and uh, the bridges on the uh, Tipperary side are on order and they hope to have them in completed by uh, the end of May they hope to do it sooner but at the end of May they're giving themselves yeah. so cor- currently we'll say the, the road from Burt Hill in is closed, closed yeah. because the railway line yeah, bridge yeah, has yeah. to be replaced there's three bridges actually yeah. and yeah. I suppose it was it was eye opening. I know just from my own personal point of view to see the presentation from Cisc, and you know it, it's like a three phase project. It's from Burt Hill into Balna, mm-hmm. the bridge itself, and then we'll say the, the works bypass, on the Clare yeah. side. And you sort of, you know, as you alluded to before, when it started off, it was just going to be you know widening the road and the yeah. bridge in Killaloo, which has turned into something. But the amount of houses that have been impacted on the Balna side out to Burt Hill, mm-hmm. th- that is nearly the the largest part of the work, rather yeah. than the bridge and the kill, you know the the bypass itself. I I was I was amazed actually when when I I, I was talking to uh, uh, the project leaders. There are I think a hundred and four 
uh, over a, just over a hundred uh, landowners. Now, a landowner is somebody who might be using a front, losing uh, uh, a ten meters of a front lawn. Yep. Yep. Uh, some, so everybody involved. But there was, I think, I, uh, uh, again, a hundred and four is, is is in my is in the back of my head. Uh, something around that. And I think most of those now have been dealt with and, and uh, everything is well. There are still a few outstanding issues uh, that are in abeyance. They're not holding it up. Um, they will be done by arbitration or court, whichever. Yeah. And uh, But the project is going ahead and kicking ahead. So it's going to be, uh, you know, I've, I've always said that it's, the, it's going to be, I suppose, the, 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 the most important piece of... Uh, strategic investment and I suppose capital investment that was going to benefit East Clare. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it's, I, I, again, it's not just going to benefit Killaloo. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I think where it's going to benefit Killaloo, Ballina, Killaloo in particular, as we'll talk about, is, is in the tourist industry. People will now go into Killaloo to either do business or to visit and walk around and have a bit of lunch or have something you know it's going to enhance it in, in that sense uh, but I think for East Clare it'll open up uh, the whole Ballycoggan uh, Scarif Tungraney Inish Caltra will be the draw the, uh, further yeah. up uh, when you look at economic development we, we speak about the, the, the old people will probably call it a fence I could still call it a chipper factory yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know the potential for there you're now possibly a half an hour from the motorway which is a huge huge benefit and uh, for anybody looking at investment and looking at well because there is a workforce here we just that's that has to be the aim of any I suppose publicly elected representative is to provide to be to be part of uh, projects that are providing jobs to hold our young people to sustain our communities to help our communities you know and and uh, uh, I suppose when you're talking about sustaining communities you're talking about schools shops pubs churches you know and and keeping our young people it's great to see our young people going and seeing life and having the opportunity to travel as a but you know it's great to see some staying and it's great to see them coming back as well yeah, and we, that has to be we, we need them back to we do ab yeah. absolutely and, and we say we need to be able to house them as well and and, and we need absolutely but you know uh, again they're ch they're huge challenges and mm. I suppose you know I, I'm looking at housing in Killaloo there hasn't been okay there has been s some small development I think four houses uh, and I'm talking about social housing now built in, in Killaloo because of a moratorium in the last uh, couple of years 2009 if I'm correct uh, was the last time there was uh, social housing uh, built in Killaloo yeah. now there have been a number of private houses because of the moratorium on the wastewater treatment plant now we have got it up again with the help of my fellow councillors I've been banging the drum on that Irish water to their Ishkairn and I won't agree with everything they do, I can mm. tell you, you know, but it's been done at the moment and it's due for completion in 2024 and I expect, expect next year, you know, I'm working at the moment with Clare County Council to see can we get developers to get applications prepared, get them in uh, because, you know, it takes time to do applications, it takes time to build houses and by the, by the time they'll be finished now, the connections will be there. Yeah. What I don't want to see, and I've and 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 in fairness, I'm I'm pushing an open door within the executive of 
Killaloo Municipal District and within the the the, the full council. I don't want to see 200 houses again going up in Ballina and no houses for our own here in, in, in around yeah. Killaloo, in the Killaloo area. Yeah. We do need, I would say, in the region of 40, 50 houses in Killaloo, you know, for our young people, for our for people who, because of the criteria now, uh, uh, um, can't afford to get on a, the the the, yeah, the, the on, property on, ladder, on the ladder yeah. and that's and that's not just confined to Killaloo. Look, yeah. that that that's right across our every town and village. Yeah, I, I suppose know. if you look at it, would say one of the motions that we refer to as mm-hmm. sort of an update on the uh, development in Scarf, and we'll say last year there was a development finished in Fecal, and we'll say there have been ones done in Tulla as well. Absolutely, you know, so I absolutely. suppose it's like if it comes around to every area, I suppose at some stage, but absolutely. like Killaloo is one of the bigger population areas absolutely, in the yeah. MD. So mm-hmm. I suppose it, it would be important that. That, that you get it done. Right, Tony, listen, we're near the end. So now, is there right. anything else? I, 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 now, the floor is open to you. So anything you want to promote or <laughs> any, any anything that you want to um, sort of get the message across to our listeners there? No, I, I suppose, to other than to say, go. look, to, I, again, I haven't mentioned we have a strategic plan which we, we, we produced uh, 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 as five councillors uh, back in 2019. I've gone into all the workings and mechanisms of the council. So other than to, to say, look, I think it's been an honour to be represented the Killaloo Municipal District from a personal point of view. I'm not one to blow trumpets or anything like that, but I have really, really enjoyed working with my colleagues, with the four lads that, that you know, the, the two Pats, Alan and, and Joe. Uh, I think we work very well together. I, I, I think there's a, a huge respect and trust between us, aside from political differences. And you know what? I, 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 I'm going back to... Lord of Mercy and Packy McMahon I didn't kill him. he says uh, to be a very boring world if we were all the same <laughs> um, we do have our differences don't don't I mean, like any like any group I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll argue but I think there's an ability there for the five of us to kind of come to consensus and and to agree things not maybe we won't get every everybody won't get everything they want but we respect each other's efforts or or their their work and and their opinions and it's been a huge honor and it's been a huge honor uh, uh, from from the people who have elected uh, I'm I'm talking personally now for, for myself who have elected me and 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 see it and I I I take it as that and I I take it as 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 as, as an honor that that you know to serve and, and to work on behalf of the communities within the Killaloo Municipal District. So, look, uh, it's, it, it's again, uh, I, I, I suppose I'll talk for the five of us. If there are any issues that, that are on, a burden on people, we're easily accessible. Uh, our phone numbers are all on the, the website, uh, clearcoco.ie, and representatives look for the Killaloo Municipal District. I don't think there are any of us who will not answer a phone our our email addresses are on there as well, and uh, we're contactable. And and you know, other than to thank you for this great initiative that you're giving us all five of us, I suppose I better put in uh, a word. I'm first on, and this is November. Uh, I'm asking the the, the 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 listeners don't forget me in June. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fair because, enough, Tony. Because, because the other four might, 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 might get in ahead of me. But uh, look, yeah. uh, well, listen, listen, I, I, if we can't I, talk, I, we can't yeah, do anything. Exactly. You know. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll all have an equal opportunity to, uh, uh, and I'm sure we'll say if the election comes closer, we'll have a, a special programme, we'll say, where, where you, we get you all in and you, other candidates out there as well. But we, we just felt as a radio station, we'll say that serves, you know, the area here in East Clare and we'll say as the Killaloo MD is our local area here that we we are very appreciative of the fact that um you know we're allowed to go to these meetings to see what goes on and i suppose you know we, we just need to say that we said claire fm to claire echo and other journalists uh, at the champion as well uh, they go to these meetings as well and they report on them in the print and uh, on the on the radio as well and uh, you know items will get mentioned and they'll have been mentioned previously and you know they'll be they'll be mentioned again in a few weeks time and a few months time but it is important I think that we can just sort of get across to try and explain to the listener exactly what goes on at a meeting and we said to try and get that a point point of view across to you and to sort of to go through everything that took place at the meeting so we went from 1 to 17 and I said I might have tried to start at 6 but uh, you, you you hauled me back on that one so, so, so I went well thanked for, 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 for that one so listen Tony um, O'Brien Hirlick of uh, Killaloo Municipal District and Councillor will say that I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll give you Killaloo and Bridgetown as your is your, is your, your area of choice and O'Brien's Bridge and O'Brien how could I forget O'Brien's Bridge and the storm and the storm uh, the, the parish dra- dra- the parish there as well. <laughs> Listen, thanks a million for coming into us. We will, as I said, we'll be talking to uh, your colleagues in in the in the months upcoming, and we'll have updates and we'll say on what's going on in the MD over the next period of time, and we'll be talking to other uh, representatives as well. No problem, Luke. And it's always a pleasure to come up here and and thank you and your colleagues here in Scarif Bay for the work you do and for the, the community and 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 for keeping the community informed. So look, it's always a pleasure to come up and meet you. And at any time, uh, we'll. we'll go so listen thanks again okay thanks for having me all right thanks Tony take care